Welcome to the Innovation Cafe here on What She Said. I'm Chris Abel, and this week we are speaking with Janelle Resch, who is part of the Audio Research Group at the University of Waterloo. How are you, Janelle? I'm fantastic. And yourself? I'm doing well. I'm excited for you today. It's a very special, special day. Here in Toronto, the McDonald's restaurant change is handing out a really cool science toy that your research group has put together. I love that people are going to get their hands on this and they're going to be able to find out about the science of audio. Can you tell me a little bit about this mobile boombox? Yeah, so the McDonald's boombox was this awesome little project that we did last year. And the purpose was that there was this drink tray that could double as a portable speaker for your smartphone. You know, it's summertime, everyone's going outside, having nice drinks, and a lot of people use their smartphones to listen to music or watch videos. And so there was this little portable speaker, but uh, the people who initially created it weren't happy with how much sound it was actually producing, how loud the volume was. And so I was contacted and I was told that, you know, it would be incredible if you could make it twice as loud, but we realized that's kind of tricky. But I do research in nonlinear acoustics, specifically brass instruments, the trumpet and trombone. And they wanted me to take a look at the design and see if any modifications could be made to make it louder, basically. So this is a boombox that's being handed out in limited quantities today for free at the McDonald's at Woodbine Beach. I guess part of the confusion that people may have initially, is there any electronics in this boombox, or is this something that you're making just out of paper? It's 100% recyclable. <laughs> yeah, there's no electronics, there's no wires, there's no batteries. It's nothing like that. It's based off geometry and material. That's amazing. So you're yeah. basically using, the, the only electronics is what people provide. When you pull out your smartphone, that's the only wires, that's the only batteries, that's the only chips sets that you're doing. So you're trying to somehow increase the audio that people have in their smartphone without using batteries, without using wires, without using any kind of electronics at all. How is that possible? <laughs> well, so if you think about a, a trumpet, for example, that actually used to be used to communicate with other people's, it's, it's a trumpet shape. It's a flare, if you will. And if you talk through it or yell through it or try to make a sound, because of the shape, it can project the volume of the sound. So for the McDonald's boombox, how it works is you insert your phone into this little gap at the top, and then on either side, there are these cone-like speakers. And the original design, you know, you can't have it perfectly rounded because the people at McDonald's want to very quickly be able to put these on the drink tray so they can fold out. So they don't want to be, you know, assembling these things for every order. So the speakers had six sides at first. And, you know, when you're trying to project sound out, especially if it's going through a flare, the rounder it is, the better, because you get less internal sound reflection, so less of the sound energy or volume, in other words, is lost or absorbed. So one thing that we did was we increased the number of sides on each cone. There are now 12, I believe, which greatly helps. But another very important detail is that the actual material that you use, so at first it was just um, like a cardboard-type material, but paper or cardboard it absorbs a lot of sound. You know, if, if you're ever uh, in in a room or something and you're trying to play music and you have these things on the wall that are kind of like cardboard or foam, they absorb a lot of sound. And so if you used a reflective type material instead, if you think again about trumpets, it's like a metal type 
material, it works much better because more of the sound energy bounces off. Not as much of it is absorbed. So that was another important detail that we did. We got like this metallic tape from Brona because we wanted to try it out. And so we put it all along the inside and then we had more sides. So it was much rounder. And the other thing was when you insert your phone into the McDonald's boom box, you don't want there to be gaps because if there's gaps, then you get sound leakage. A lot of the energy can escape. So we wanted to make sure that that was minimized. So between those um, things, a few other things we experimented with, but those were the main things that really helped increase the volume. I guess that's the key phrase there is increase the volume. It's not a case that you are turning up the volume of the music player, which is usually what most people do when they want to hear something louder. You aren't adding any additional music. What you're doing is you're trying to take the existing sound that's coming out of the smartphone speaker and then you're trying to amplify it or make it easier to hear. Is that the case? Exactly, exactly. And when you mentioned the word trumpet, at first I'm sure a lot of people thought of the musical instrument, the trumpet. But you're referring to like those old Victorian cartoons you see an old man with like a trumpet stuck in his ear the old ear trumpets or the the funnel that's on a phonograph music player that's the kind of what you're talking about in terms of trumpet amplifying the sound or um i meant actually so a physical instrument trumpet but but you're right those other devices that you mentioned but on a physical instrument the trumpet the actual shape of the flare or bell sometimes it's called i wanted to reproduce that sort of idea so that was the thinking so when they, they came to you with this project, did they have a specific kind of idea or, or result that they were looking for? Or was it a case that they sent you a big bag of, well, these are the kind of things that our drinks come in and our, our sandwiches are in these little boxes. Can you use any of these materials to kind of uh, do something with sound? Or, or how was it presented to you as a creative challenge? You know, it was really funny because when they first contacted us, um, I worked with my partner in life and science and a friend of mine who is an engineer and they've done physics, uh, when we first started talking about this, before we got a prototype, because we got a constructed prototype, but we were like, oh man, we should go to McDonald's and we should get a whole bunch of different things that they have there because you know maybe if we modified it with something, if they have the material or whatever it is that we wanted to, it would be easy. So I remember we started you know, constructing all these little things to kind of measure sound and how useful they would be. But no, no, when they, when they sent it to us, it was constructed prototype, the cardboard-like material over the drink tray, and that's how it was presented. Yeah, it wasn't like one of those Ikea things where they're like, oh, here's the cone, here's this, you know, assemble it yourself and have fun. <laughs> it wasn't paper craft yet. It was just, gotcha. Wait, which, could, which could be fun, actually. You never know. You never know. For the future, Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's cool that, I mean, we call it a boombox, but the first time that somebody gets their hands on it, it's actually a drinks tray. So you had the task of taking something that would support drinks, full of fluid, by the way, which generally doesn't mix well with electronics, and then take that and then make sure that it, it can be a, a boombox for a smartphone that's worthwhile. So it was meant to be a drinks tray, or was that sort of the idea was find a way that it can be a boombox and then something else that goes with the McDonald's foods? They wanted it to be a drink tray, so they wanted you to, you know, still get the little tray, still have the drinks in it, but be able to slide this boombox over it so there's holes where the drinks would be, but then if you flip it over, then you can pop up these little components, and then you can put your phone in the top. So it would kind of stand upside down from how you would typically carry a drink tray. So you got to remove the drinks first. <laughs> but yeah... <laughs> 
So, I mean, that, that's two different challenges. It's one thing to say, okay, we'll come up with a cardboard construction that will amplify sound, but at the same time, you have to make sure it's material that if it gets wet, it doesn't simply disintegrate so that your drinks aren't going to suddenly spill all over the place or if somebody knocks something over, then accidents aren't going to happen or the wrong types of accidents aren't going to happen. Yep, all while making it environmentally friendly. So That's an interesting challenge because we've seen other re- big franchise restaurant groups that have come up with cool little boxes that can you know record your voice and do other things but that includes electronics and we have enough electronics in our landfills you know to come up with disposable electronics is something that every major corporation should take a pause before saying this is something we should do even if it's popular or it's going to you know get them new orders so it's nice that in this case the project you're working on that's a big priority you had to make sure that this was completely recyclable yeah, it was very important to us, and we figured people would also really appreciate that as well. So, And there's a cool design. I mean, I, I haven't gotten my hands on one yet. I've looked at the photographs, and it's not just a big Happy Meal kind of cheerful. No, they, they've gone for a bit of a tech theme on it, right? It's very sophisticated, yeah, the final design. The one that we got was um, the design itself. Like, the actual geometry was roughly the same, but, like, the pictures and the colors were very different. The final version looks gorgeous. It's very nice. So when we saw that after they redid it, we were very happy. We're like, oh, yeah, this is sweet. This is sexy. This is pretty good. (laughs) It was good. It was cool. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. It's nice that when you do all that kind of hard work that it turns out and you can kind of sit back and go, okay, that's cool. People are going to, you know, have that kind of reaction to it. That's neat. And it's nice, too, because they also listen to the suggestions. Because when we did this, you know, we tried to be very scientific. We did a whole bunch of experiments, and we wrote up a little report so it would be easier for people to go through and read. And honestly, we weren't expecting that they were going to take our suggestions. So after they made it, and they they came and they did a, a little filming for Making Up video, we saw it and we're like, oh man, this is this is awesome. Like they actually took our suggestions and it really does make a difference because then we did some experiments on the updated version of McDonald's Boombox and it was fantastic. It did way better than we thought it was going to. So yay science. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what got me excited. You know, why I reached out and said I, I need to talk to Janelle because I'm aware, of course, that there are projects that have been put together for kids. On Canada Am, as their tech guy, I told kids how you could take a coffee cup and turn that into a speaker for an iPod. The sound quality is never really good. It's a really good sort of science lesson for kids. When I first heard about this project, I thought that's all that was being done. Some marketing group had shown how you could use papercraft and fold together a nice little box that kind of, you know, increases the vibrations of the sound. Then I read, no, 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 the audio research group at the University of Waterloo. So you guys were brought in to really take this seriously, to sit down yeah. and say, okay, what kind of a performance can you really bring out? It's, it's, there's a novelty idea here, but can you take novelty and then turn it into something that is serious science? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Science and math are everywhere. And in this case, what kind of performance did you manage to get out of the boombox? So... When talking about sound levels, it, it's something, uh, it's called a logarithmic, logarithmic scale, excuse me. So when something increases by three decibels, which is a measure to discuss how loud something is, it actually means that you're doubling the power. So just to keep that in mind. So initially when we got it and we tried putting in our smartphones to see how loud it was, we got a, we got a certain sound pressure level, it's called sound pressure level reading. 
And with the final product, when it was actually all put together properly and with all the final materials, it increased by 10 decibels. Wow. Which, which was incredible because, again, every three decibels is doubling the power. So it was just, it was fantastic, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. So people are going to be surprised because I think there is I, my, my supervisor was very surprised when because initially he was contacting. He's like, no, I, I don't. I'm not sure if you could really get it much louder, maybe by a decibel. But, you know, it's just like cardboard type things. And I was like challenged, accepted. And so I even outdid myself. <laughs> and when I told him about it, he was like, wow, that is I did not expect that. So it was good. Oh, that's fantastic. I think a lot of people are going to have the same reaction. Oh, what, there's a little boombox? And then when they realize there's no electronics, it's going to be, oh, they'll, they'll, their expectations will go down, and you are going to su pleasantly surprise them. I think they're going to be wowed by what they're going to find when they put their phone in and go, hey. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. So tell me about the audio research group at the University of Waterloo. What kind of research do you do there? What's the, the kind of career that someone who might want to follow in your shoes can look forward to? What kind of industries does it open the doors to? Okay, so in terms of the audio research group at Waterloo, that is um, a group that is for mostly physicists to do audio. Um, I'm a kind of a special case of research that I do because mine's a mix between numerics, physics, and mathematics. I'm a mathematician. So I'm also part of the numerics group in the math department. So the Audio Research Group Canada, they there's basically a whole bunch of uh, researchers. The, the group is a little bit older, to be perfectly honest. Um, but, you know, a whole bunch of them that do research in the country. And sometimes what they'll do is they'll hold conferences or presentations on the work that people are doing. And the numerics group here at Waterloo is, is a similar thing. We're trying to create numerical methods that can accurately simulate models that you describe, you know, with a system of, of equations to describe a physical thing. But in terms of studying acoustics and waves and, you know, where it can lead you, uh, I accidentally went into a fantastic field. When I first started doing grad school in this field, I was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Studying music mathematically is cool because it can build intuition. And, you know, everyone listens to music. But basically everything can be described with waves. And you have signal analysis, you have transferring information, and you have, you know, sound, water, all these things. So you can almost go into anything if you study wave motion. So, you know, you can go into communications, go work at the NSA if you wanted to. Tons of different areas that you can actually go into learning this material. Because it's, it's wave motion, sound analysis... You know, spectrum analysis, it's, and you need numerics to simulate all of it. So right. it's really neat. And it's math. And, and those are the kinds of, you know, you start studying math, it can lead you to so many different areas around the world, so many different places, adventures that you can have. I believe it was Chris Robb. He said something, well, he says a lot of funny things, but one thing that he said that I really loved was that there's math and then everything else is debatable. And I love that quote. It's one of my favorite quotes because it's really true. You can describe basically everything mathematically. It's a little bit hard to wrap your head around at first. But once you study a little bit of math in university, that's why acoustics is neat because it can really help you understand math more because you can identify with it more and you can relate to it physically more. Then, um, yeah, your world really opens up with what you can do and the tech that you can make. Because all the tech relies on math. 
Well, thank you very much for talking to me today about this, Janelle. I understand that the McDonald's boombox, although only available at the Woodbine Beach location here in Toronto, uh, is sort of a, a test run, maybe, if it's popular. It might start to appear in other cities in Canada, and maybe it might start to appear in other countries. This is a Canadian exclusive, which is really, really cool, but we do hope, of course, that uh, researchers around the world get their hands on your boombox and can see just what you've managed to pull out in terms of audio sound from, from very simple materials. Yeah, Yay Canada 150, Canadian innovation. Hashtag, good hashtag, Canadian innovation. <laughs> All right, well, thank you very much for joining with me today. Yeah, no problem. It was an absolute pleasure to talk with you. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.